Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Haunted San Fernando Valley. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. In the San Fernando Valley, there is a house consumed by evil. Nestled in the Reseda neighborhood of L.A., there's voices, apparitions, and possessions. This house was made famous by Ghost Adventures, Season 13, Episode 4, from October 15th, 2016. Reseda House of Evil, and it seems to be a fan favorite. Mm. Before we go there, very quickly... We did some updates to our Patreon that you might be interested in. You might be. Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Check that out. Ooh, they're good. I'll I'll say it. I'll be brave enough to say that I think our Patreon looks good. Will you be brave enough to go up to Reseda? <laughs> Not because of traffic. No, you're the one who's afraid of Reseda. You're the one who has weird... Oh, no, that wasn't Reseda. That was Altadena. Yeah, Altadena. I had issues with Altadena. Yeah, you had big issues with Altadena. Reseda, we're good with. So how I found this subject, I did not know Ghost Adventures made it what it is. Mm-hmm. Somebody posted on my Facebook, somebody who is uh, loves L.A. and the Valley mm-hmm. and its history. Mm-hmm. So they posted about this house in Reseda that was haunted. And I was like, well, listen, I love, we love right on L.A. Your Facebook I love page. L.A. You this can't ignore great. that. Can't ignore that. Got to do look it up. Uh-huh. Also, my in-laws uh-huh. are from that area. Native Residians. Northridge, Reseda, that whole area. Mm-hmm. So I was like, perfect. This is like a lot. It checks a lot of boxes for mm-hmm. me. And then in doing the research, it's really ghost adventures that mm-hmm. made it what it is. And that's fine and that's great and that's great i mean an october 15th episode of something it's the it's the halloween wind up they're getting ready they're getting momentum as we know halloween is really the time of october is the time for podcasts like to us. really cash in yeah to really get in there but you know you know ghost adventures especially i think so it's a big deal it's a heavy hitter is what i'm saying big app and it seemed to be one that people really liked the episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, great, perfect. Mm-hmm. So there's not a ton of information to be found outside of what they've already covered. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what 
can we bring to the table? Yeah. What, what's something new beside our opinion, beside our point of view? Uh-huh. And we have a... Oh, yeah. Ace in the pocket. Yeah. I, was, I don't know if it's ace in the hole. Ace in the, maybe it's ace in the hole. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But we huh. have that. Yes. And that ace in the pocket hole, or hole, pocket hole is our friend Patty Negri. Yeah. Who is on that episode. And she's on many episodes. Absolutely. She's part of the crew. Mm-hmm. You know, in her, you know, kind of bringing a, a medium, good clairvoyant, psychic, mm-hmm. that that whole thing yeah. to it. And we love her. She's oh my great. Gosh, she's great. Her book is wonderfully magical. Like, she was a blast to talk to on her podcast, Witching Hour. Yeah, we were on her podcast, Witching mm-hmm. Hour. And I think her website's pattynegri.com. Yeah, but she's awesome. After the break, we're going to play mm-hmm. audio that is exclusive to... Ghost Town, I suppose. I mean, I'm going to say Ghost Town exclusive. And you may not know this, but every episode we do, we try to reach out to people yeah, and yeah. try to find something new. They just don't respond. They don't like us. They like to ignore us. Yeah, so but we're not, you know, we're not giving up anytime soon. So yes, you know, we we are kind of re formatting information that's already out there mm-hmm. and if you've heard it before, if you haven't, we're bringing it to you for better or for worse. Yeah, our we, research is not new, but we try to bring something new to it. Every single mm-hmm. episode, maybe there might be some from like 1884 mm-hmm. or the 1300s. You know, the like you're not going to. We don't do a lot of that, but you know, but things that are relatively current. Yes, we updates. We try to mm-hmm. do that. In fact, Tom Reed from the Berkshire UFO episode emailed me again and i put some of the information polygraph results Ooh. some youtube videos he uh sent that to me and i put it uh on our ghost town facebook which is just ghost town pod in mm-hmm. the community mm-hmm. within there that's open join it stuff going on, on our facebook yeah. really uh, but i've been putting what tom has been sending me to share to, to get it out there for people that might be interested and i appreciate tom doing that thank you and i'm sure he's like yeah i want to you know also get the word out there beyond what unsolved mysteries has done for so sure there was no intention on doing a, a show recap of ghost adventures and i'll be honest with you i've never watched an episode mm-hmm. i've seen i'm familiar with the show itself a little bit of the format and the the hosts and of course yes. you know patty being involved but i've never watched an episode so for me it was a new experience mm-hmm. on a few different levels the the format of the show mm-hmm. and the subject matter yeah and los angeles and making kind of putting all those things together in my mind yeah all i think i never I also don't – I've watched a smattering of ghost shows, um, but I'm also, like, not super familiar. I think um, as much as I love ghost stuff, like, that sector is not super familiar to me, but also very scary. Like, I think my closest is Paranormal Witness, and it – that stuff, like, I love I, all the things we cover, but ghost stuff, especially seeing it, can get very scary for someone like me alone. Well, this episode is going to – is going to – is going to hit the spot. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say it is, it, it's a little bit racy mm. aspects. Uh, it's a tragic on, on uh, a lot of aspects, but it's very interesting. And they do a great job. I mean, the entertainment value is absolutely there. The, you know, the enthusiasm and information is there. And the and, ghosts. And the ghosts. Ghosts. Are there oh boy i guess i mean it depends on what you 
think is there or not. You know, mm-hmm. me, I'm a huge skeptic, but they did a really good job making me, you know, put take that skeptic hat off mm. for a second, which I always do. I love Just it. Chipping I don't away ever your want belief this to stop. system. I don't want people mm-hmm. to stop believing. I don't want them to stop sharing. I, I don't, that doesn't help me or make me feel better in any way. Mm-mm. I just need to come at it with a s- slight bit of skepticism, but you know, my heart is open. Jason's heart is open. My you mind is closed. It. His mind is, it's, <laughs> it's done. Shut. Heart wide open. Uh-uh. Yeah. Heart is like out there bleeding out. I'm going to read the description from ghost adventures. So I, I don't know if I'm saying ghost adventures or ghost adventurers. We apologize. Uh, both mean both. Yeah, adventures with adventurers. Yeah, I don't know I don't if know, adventurers is a word, but <laughs> adventurers. At the end, I don't know. So here's their description, just to give you the show's version of what is going to happen, which is what's going to happen. All right, Ghost Adventures, Reseda House of Evil. There is a home so evil in Reseda, California, that affects all who dare to enter it. Inhabitants are becoming drug addicts, Mm-mm. and many have committed suicide. Zach Baggins and the crew struggle to keep their sanity when this dangerous investigation quickly turns into an emotional nightmare. Hey. And it is very tense to watch mm. because regardless of what you think, when you're there in the dark with just infrared, yeah. that's terrible. I mean, I wouldn't be any I would, different. Yeah. I-, I wouldn't be any braver or uh, cavalier about mm-hmm. it. In any means, no matter what you think it is. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, they're in somewhat close quarters. They have their equipment and mm-hmm. they have the different personalities kind of mixing together. So it's a, it's a real pressure cooker yeah. of haunts. Ooh. A couple of facts. I just went and you know, took some notes on what's going on. I suggest definitely watch the episode. Someone has died in every single room of oh, the house. Every room. We got... Bathrooms, we got living rooms, we got bedrooms, hallways, staircases, basement, attic, garage, second garage, rec room, indoor fitness pool, outdoor center, pool, center, exactly, trampoline, um, terraria, or um, what's the area that you grow plants in? Something, Greenhouse, yes, uh, petting zoo, good, 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 private cinema, second private cinema, um, bowling alley, exactly, uh, rodent, um. Rodent Freak hutch. Farm. <laughs> exactly. The Rodent Freak Farm. Is the there. Rodent Freak Farm, the Hot Air Balloon Nestling Center. <laughs> Every room. That's insane. No, the balloon, hot, hot air balloon is, has been cleared. It's been clean. It's been cleared. I, I'm trying to understand. This is where I was trying to find out kind of the origin of the house. And we'll get that from Patty mm-hmm. after the break, which I was very thankful for. She yeah. answered a couple of questions that, that I had. And the house... I've driven past it a zillion times. That's mm-hmm. what makes it so interesting to me. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, I was like, I know where this is. I've driven past this so many times. You said and no to drugs so many times. Yeah, I mean, start. <laughs> people didn't even ask me. They're no, like, I don't. They're like, who? Okay, who are you? I You're was hero. so I was so uncool. Like I never even got offered crack. When everyone was like, yeah, I got offered crack. You ever hear crack got offered? I was like, yeah, me too. I'm like, no, you liar. <laughs> I was bad for like the crack PR. Wow. Yeah, I was not good for it. They didn't Mm-mm. want this face no, being they didn't associated. Want to, so, no, why would they? With a highly addictive drug. But it seems like it's a place where people that had Perhaps, and I'm speculating similar backgrounds, like mm-hmm. you know, a lot of different roommates, and 
you know, the Valley's very suburban. I often yeah. ask you know, my wife, Michelle, who grew up there, like, you know, what's the deal? What's the vibe in the different areas? And, mm-hmm. you know, it is a suburb and it was you know, obviously very popular in like, in like the 50s and 60s, the Valley and mm-hmm. Encino would kind of grow. And it's very new, especially compared to downtown Los Angeles, yes. say. And of course, there's, you know, there's drugs everywhere. Everywhere. And, and I wasn't sure if it's a place where people that were already had issues with drugs lived and it got worse there because the ghost or they also made it seem like the ghost kind of perpetuated it Mm. hard to say about people's mental states and it's you know the few people they interviewed obviously were very troubled by what was happening or allegedly happening and also you know within their own lives Mm -hmm. very tough and you first meet Devin klein and he talks about the house's, I think, owner, or I don't know about original owner, but owner, John Dominic. Hmm. And John Dominic was a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And the belief is that his drug dealing, the negativity of that, which is, you know, all mm-hmm. negative. I think it was, we're talking like, I think we're talking heroin. Yeah. You know, talking um, we're not talking, We're not talking sugar and coffee. No, no. <laughs> but they are a drug. That's right. And illegal. They, they're illegal. You can buy some from me yeah. at a high markup. Yeah, you don't want to do a speedball of ibuprofen and Diet Coke. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh it's my a dangerous. God. Glory days. Ugh. But it seems like he is kind of what, where it kind of was born from, and he also died in that house. So this guy, John Dominic, I looked up John Dominic. I wanted to see what's up with John Dominic. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find anything that necessarily was this John Dominic. Oh, two when you're talking names. about drugs and the, Los Angeles mm-hmm. and a name John, I mean, you're you like, find, good it's, luck, it's, sir. But I did, I did look, and I'm sure there might be more information out there. And then we find out that the property kind of feeds on the drug addiction mm-hmm. and the people there, and it kind of a somewhat of a circular thing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's tough to hear this guy Devin talk. I mean, it's tough, you know. It's, I got I got to imagine he's probably been through a lot and is, is going through a lot, and it's just kind of the retelling of and bringing these things up. It can't be easy for him. And I really I really kind of felt for him. And then you meet uh, Malia, and the thing about Malia is what they talk about, and they eventually talk to him is it was believed that he was paranoid schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. That still may very well be true. But a friend of Devin's, this other woman, was kind of looking at him. She's like, he's not paranoid, schizophrenic. Like, he's possessed. Because there was an incident where I guess he ran out of the house in his underwear down the street mm-hmm. in an episode. She said that I guess she spent some time with him. And she's like, you know, he changes. And Devin's like, yeah, I know. He's, you know, he's fine once. And then bad, you know, not doing great the next moment. She's mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. He, his body and face physically change Whoa. structurally. That's what I was getting from this. Yikes. In a way, I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, Split. No. It's in the M. Night Shyamalan world where it's this guy who's got a bunch of different personalities living in, in him. Mm-hmm. A, little, eh, a bit of a spoiler, but you probably get it from the original. But there is part where his... It's consumed him so much that it actually, one of the characters actually physically changes his face and body. 
that your your mind is so powerful it could think that you were this and your body will change to that Eesh. and that's what's being insinuated that here. mind is too powerful then i say i don't like that and so we kind of talk to him and they interview him and they ask him how often are you feel possessed or visited by ghosts and he's like every day mm. and the guy Devin, you know there's scenes where they're in the room and he's like they're here they're in here right now near me and they have these meters and e-meters and i, I don't know you know that's not my specialty reading cold mm-hmm. spots and hot spots and yeah ground energy so i believe the impetus for him to run out of the house and i believe he was in his underwear but he yes he ran down the street in his underwear i'm just in my notes he said one of the demons told him that it was a dangerous place and to leave kind of warning him like mm. you nothing good can happen for you here so in a sense it was he- helpful a helpful and, demon speaking of helpful huh the ghost sex uh i'm listening i wasn't listening before but now i'm listening just kidding i'm always listening there has been a lot of negativity with the ghosts and the inhabitants being like pushed and pulled uh-huh. and and I haven't talked about it yet, but I've had incidents of that very recently. We've talked about <gasps> we've talked about it, but, but we it haven't is officially. Yeah, and, and that'll be an official. That's going to be a little nugget you're going to wait for. But there's also some touching and whatever you want to call it, heavy petting, inappropriate ghost touching, but not in a harmful way. No, in, in a, a fun, sexy way. I guess in a incubus succubus way. Oh, and I guess that's not necessarily. I'm not, you know, an expert in this, but that's not necessarily bad. So they have been touched. Touched by ghosts. By ghosts. Ghosts can be a little, like, you know, not. They want it. They, it's like consent ghosts. I don't think so. I we've I specifically think of we did something on the uh, the Adams mansion in Park Slope, New York, and I think there was another ghost when I was doing tours around there that would touch people's butts as they were walking down the street, like very close to that place. Um, so ghosts can get handsy and it's not appreciated and there's, or it's sexy. I don't know. It's up to you. There's situations where people, you know, claim to have sex with ghosts. Didn't, mm-hmm. isn't it? I got that article? article sent to me maybe six times about the woman who claimed to have sex with a ghost and then marry it. I married, think it was that's a, right, a yeah. pirate ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, married. stop it. And I was single at the time too. And I was like, what are you trying to say? Kind of a thing. And yeah, that was, that was a real like, like life check for me personally but i yeah i think it that happened what last year yeah, it was pretty recent mm-hmm. now our friend patty patty the show, she's like i she had a lot of trouble trying to clear this and she you know she normally i guess you know does pretty well with that and she's like this is it's a tough nut to crack as far yeah project but we will hear from patty and some additional information that you might not necessarily get from the show, you won't get from the show, it was, mm. and it's somewhat exclusive to Ghost Town, at least in this context. This episode's all about exclusivity and ghost sex. But what's not exclusive is this break. 
Have you tried Green Chef yet? It's a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. Here's how it works. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy to follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. Meal plans include paleo, plant-powered, keto, and balanced living. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped. Everything gets hand-picked and delivered right to your door. When it's at my place, the recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos to guide you along, photos and recipes even I can follow. It's true. Green Chef makes cooking easy with dinner options that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Green Chef pretty much does everything, meal planning, grocery shopping, most of the prep for you week after week. Recipes include pre-made measured sauces, dressings, and spices, so you don't have to buy too much and you use everything. Simple. I'm not a fan of waste, so when I get my Green Chef box, I love the detailed instructions on how to recycle every piece of plastic. That's because Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box. I also love the things like vinegar and rosemary that come in these teeny tiny little bottles, very adorable like when I order vodka on an airplane, but healthier. I got the plant-powered meals and the cauliflower and kale salad. Mm. So good. Yum. And Green Chef offers contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking. It is all so easy. Also, Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh to offer a wider array of meal plans to choose from. We tried both in the past month and both did not disappoint. Now y'all can enjoy both brands at a discount. Just use code GHOSTTOWN80 to get $80 off your first month plus free shipping on your first box. Go to greenchef.com slash ghosttown80 to redeem and for more details. That's right. Use GHOSTTOWN80 to get $80 off your first month plus free shipping on your first box. Go to greenchef.com slash ghosttown80 to redeem and for more details. Are you a true crime junkie? Do you like spooky murder stories? Or are you a weirdo that's into real-life mysteries? Let's be real. Odds are, if you're listening to us right now, you're at least one, and probably all. And if you're like us, you'll very much dig Sword and Scale. Sword and Scale is the longest-standing true crime podcast that combines 911 calls and interrogation audio to tell you real-life stories that will chill you to the bone. Real talk. I was recommended Sword and Scale back in 2016 before we even started Ghost Town. I was forever a fan. After I subscribed to Sword and Scale, I never went back. It practically invented a podcast genre back in 2014, years before other true crime podcasts became popular. Sword and Scale's host and creator Mike Boudet expertly narrates each shocking episode to fully immerse listeners into a carefully crafted real-life story that proves that the worst monsters are real. Some of my favorite episodes are episode 121, where Neil Entwistle and his family mysteriously disappeared, and episode 107, The Case of Kevin Ray Underwood. I won't spoil them for you. Just give Sword and Scale a listen for yourself. Sword and Scale is available bi-weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe today and leave them a review. That's Sword and Scale, also available at swordandscale.com. Subscribe today and give it a listen. Sword and Scale, proving that the worst monsters are real. Hello. Hi. We're back. How are you? This is the check-in. Checking in on your mental health. How's everything? How are you feeling? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're saying this also to ourselves. Yes, repeating it to ourselves over and over. Are we good? Are we not good? Yeah, I don't know. We don't know what's mm-hmm. what's the like what's the litmus test for good or not good. We don't know, but we're here. We are to here. Chat if you ever want to talk. Whether mm-hmm. it's you have something you want to suggest, something you want to follow up with. Yeah. Uh, we are also looking to start maybe like a Discord group. Yeah. Um, 
looking into that. That could be cool. It's a little above my pay grade as far as how it works. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm only 78. He's only 78. So I got the body of a 90-year-old and a mind of a six-year-old. So it's <laughs> it's really great. And we want to say hello. Oh, we're going to get political. Mm-hmm. Say hello to the mayors. That's right. Ghost Town Politics. Brandon Gaddis. Chris, Chris Witt, Witt. Jeanette Link. Mm-hmm. And Ben Forsythe. That's right. And they have all gotten shipped a Ghost Town t-shirt from our new Ghost Town merch store. We have a merch store. And we're going to be putting more items in there. Right now there's, there's two designs. Mm-hmm. And you can find it at ghosttownpod.com slash store. Mm-hmm. Or you can find it on our Instagram. There's a link in there. Please. And as part of the page, you've added it to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And we've added some new things to the Patreon. This Patreon. New tiers. Is looking good. That's more perks. This Patreon drinks a lot of water, sleeps a good night's sleep. What's a good night to you? Uh, seven hours okay. of sleep. Is that that's pretty good? No, that's, yeah, I think, yeah that's that's, good. I think it's very good. Exactly. I think you're going to say like, if I don't get my good 12. Then oh my, I that. hate people like that. Yeah. Just like 10 hours. What do you do? Yeah. Stop Ooh. it. And there's two new tiers up mm-hmm. there with new stuff. Mm-hmm. That gets a little political. So check that out, patreon.com slash ghost town pod. It helps to support the show Mm -hmm. and it helps us. We have some new equipment we're using right now. Very exciting. Very exciting. I will never learn how to use it, but it looks great. The color red of this equipment is very amenable to me. So we're always trying to improve Mm -hmm. everything. So the store is up. Mm -hmm. The website is up. It's everything is ghost town pod or Facebook is bumping. Yeah. There's a community in there. Come hang out. And we'd love to hear your suggestions. And It makes our jobs easier when you give us suggestions and things. And our YouTube channel, which is Ghost Town Podcast. TikTok is Ghost Town Pod. We've been putting some stuff Damn. on there. So there's a, a lot of output. And please follow it if you can. Check it out. And we've got uh, some kind. We had somebody who thought we were a different podcast. Oh, perfect. And, you know, it had a very valid... Um, you know, she, she had a valid, I don't think I got that when you sent that to me. Yeah. You didn't get the first part. Yeah. You didn't get the first part. And, uh, it's our now new friend, Molly. And she had a legitimate gripe. And I was like, I really thought back and I was like, that doesn't sound like us. We do a lot of episodes. I think this is, we work to be very respectful and not Mm -hmm. really toe the line. Jason really internalizes all of the criticism very, very harshly. So when you think we're a different podcast, he goes a little crazy. But I, you know, exp- explained ourselves like, I- I'm sorry you felt that way. I was like, uh-huh. I- can you, you know, cite the thing? So yeah. Could- and it listen, if we're wrong or if it's something we need to kind of reflect on, happy to do that. We're not uh-huh. here to hurt or harm anybody. It's like mm-hmm. the absolute last thing we want to do. When I-, I would hate to think that that would happen. And anytime mm-hmm. anyone's reached out, I think we've been pretty good about it. We can't like not change every single thing everyone. Yeah, wants. but we're, no we're very receptive, and I think absolutely we, we don't want people to be pissed off. And at we're us lonely, or upset, and or dissatisfied, and we're lonely. And we'll, so we're ready to to. We don't know what communicate we're doing. with anybody exactly. So she thought we were a, a different podcast. I'm not Great, gonna name that podcast just because you, know, you know Ghost City. Um, Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we the Joe Rogan Experience. But that's a free plug for Joe. So oh knows, wow, you're yeah. welcome, Joe Rogan. Um, but. She was, you know, really sorry. And I was like, totally cool. She subscribes to a lot of podcasts. I mm-hmm. get it. Uh, but she 
promise. She's like, I'm going to leave you a nice rate and review. And she did, and she followed up. She and it followed says, up. Well done, interesting, succinct from Whiskey Possum. These podcasts are the perfect length, well-researched, and very interesting. I subscribe to 60-plus spooky podcasts. Whoa. Do you hear that? Some bats? What was that? Chattering bats? Wee! And Ghost Town is one of the only ones doing unique spooky topics. I, I think we are... We get the variety, around. The variety is definitely unique. Mm-hmm. You won't get the same old, same old with Ghost Town. Highly recommended. So thank you. Those always help because we get ones That's that are great. not so And this great. is a woman. This is a podcast connoisseur. Yeah. 60 plus. Well, you know. How many it, podcasts do you subscribe to? I think at any given time, eight. Eight? I think I'm probably, I'm maybe like 15, 20. Yeah. 60 plus. You know, you can subscribe to Ghost Town too, right? Me? Never. <laughs> yeah, what is that? A, Ugh. You can add Stray Gear to that too. Oh. You can throw those to it now. What are we even talking about here? Yeah. Where am I? Well, we're going to be in the world of Patty Negri and her show, The Witching Hour. We're thankful for her having mm-hmm. us on that, but she is going to give us. Some backstory, a little rundown, exclusivity on this episode that she is in, and we're going to play it right now. Reseda House of Evil. Well, it indeed is a house of evil that had some very nice guys living in it, but troubled. I actually am the one who sent Zach Bagans and the Ghost Adventures crew to the house because I had been working with the guys for a couple of years, just trying to make it livable for them, trying to keep it clean. It was the very first person place that I ever went to that I couldn't keep clear. I would go in and clear it. You'd see the negativity. You'd see the ooze. You'd literally see dark spirits, and you'd get them cleaned out, and then they'd come right back. Uh, they'd come right back. And I do think it's a combination, of course, of the suicides and the overdoses and the extensive, extensive you know, drug addiction and drug use in the house, but it's also part of the land. I know the Ghost Adventures crew looked into being native land and stuff, and that is insanely charged. We would see like lumps and things coming up in the ground. There is one tree in the corner that it um, literally has a life of its own beyond the regular normal tree thing. So the boys actually lost the house. It was stolen from them pretty much. You know, hang out with a bad crowd, you have bad people. I told them that's what saved their lives, but they actually are trying to get it back right now. I think there's going to be some lawsuits. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even, I don't think they should get back in the house because I still think it should be actually torn down. Um, and there was actually, this is not known by anyone. There was another death after Ghost Adventures crew was there. And it was somebody very famous's daughter. I met her. I actually, when I would go try to help the guys, clear the house, try to show them how to clear it themselves, she would be there and we would speak. She was a gifted young woman, but again, very troubled and did have an addiction problem. And she OD'd right there in the house soon after we filmed the episode of Ghost Adventures. So it indeed is a house of evil. Huh? Wow. Pretty interesting. Don't you want to know who that daughter, daughter is? I immediately Ugh. and not to be invasive but i, I yeah. couldn't help it and i did not ask her don't no, ask no, me no. she already gave it that's a juicy clip uh, and you know the fact is she brought uh-huh. this she brought this episode to life she brought the ghost adventures to this house i guess mm-hmm. she you know she was a court was working with the you know the people and and, and knew them and and she's 
empathetic and, and she wanted to help any way she could. I, I can't really, exp- you know, expand on that because mm-hmm. I don't really know. But when she did say that somebody, you know, died there, I mean, listen, in, in you know, a, a, a celebrity or celebrity child tragedy in the Valley is not wow. new. Yeah, exactly. I think I didn't get a chance to Google it, but I'm sure if it's like, oh, celebrity daughter OD Valley, a lot of results would come up, and unf- I, unfortunately. I have not asked Michelle but she grew up there. Michelle probably has a story about this. She has, <laughs> when it comes to like some kind of celebrity, I mean, she's still like hang out at Tom Hanks house. I know. She has it's, like it's, every story about every celebrity. She's, you know, grew up and went to high school with a lot of people that mm-hmm. you probably know and have won Oscars and stuff like that. Yeah. Very interesting. But she, if I put it together, she might know. She could probably narrow it down, especially if she knows like the five year time span. Yeah, get Michelle on this. I I might ask her, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Again, like I didn't want to ask Patty because I didn't want to one put her in position. Yeah, it's none of my business to at least ask. Well, her. if she wanted to tell us, she would have told us in that she clip, and, right? And it's it's not. Is it important to the episode? No, but it's interesting to the place where the episode took place, and yes. that's really where our yes. You know, an initial interest lies. For sure. So that was a little something. Something so you're not just getting me regurgitating the episode. I mean, yes. Now, Zach says something very interesting when he's talking to Patty in this episode. Mm-hmm. He says, you can't make a deal with the devil. If the devil is here, there is no deal to be made. And I was like, I don't know what you mean, but that sounds very Trippy. cool, dude. Yeah. Like, that sounds honestly just put devil in any quote and I'm like I am turned on. It's extremely cool. Ugh. So the cam operator uh-huh. just bolts at one point because you know he's got you know audio running and and yeah. everyone's mic'd up and Devin is in some corner of the house and he is praying and he's having a I don't know what you want to call it. Ooh, he's having like a an moment. episode and it's really it's just got to be really tough for him and Yeah. You know, he, he's dealing with it in the way that he's dealing with it. And there's absolutely no judgment on that. How yeah, how could you possibly? Yeah. Not there. And also, it's like, I, I probably wouldn't handle anything any better, to be totally honest yeah. with you. And, I, you know, the when, when you're adding substance abuse and the emotional baggage that comes with that or may not come with that, some people mm-hmm. are just like, I just like driving. It's cool. I love drugs. Or mm-hmm. it's like, I have problems and I deal with it with drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no judgment here. It's tough. Life's hard. Yeah. You know, everyone's got their demons. Yes. In, in, you know, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Maybe they're both And the this same is thing. where they converge. Yeah. So Zach talks to a historian. I believe his name is Dr. Fate. Of course it is. I didn't even want Dr. to- Dr. Fate. I did not even want to double check it because no. I didn't want it to be something else. Don't tempt Dr. Fate. I am just going with Dr. Fate. <laughs> and he has a book, I guess, called The Ghosts of San Fernando Valley. So he's done his homework. Yeah, yeah. He's an older gentleman, so he's been around. Uh-huh. And, what do you know, think his first name is? Todd? Kevin, yeah, yeah. Blake, Blake Fate. So the mention of Indian burial grounds come mm-hmm. up. Okay. And the 1994 Northridge earthquake, which we've done an episode on. <gasps> we talked about that. We talked about it in our live show because yeah. my wife, Michelle, was in it. She lived it. She lived it. And if she didn't go sleep with her friends that night, because you mm-hmm. don't know the Northridge earthquake is coming, mm-hmm. uh, she'd be a goner. 
I wonder if there's any people out there that you could have been destined to meet, but like some tragedy. Something happened. Yeah. I was just talking about this with my friend Ed the other night. He has a very good friend who introduced him to comedy. Uh, and she had a writing day on, on Sundays. She would spend the whole day Sunday writing. And, and that Sunday at her apartment, and she lived in West Hollywood, I think at the time, she was thinking about doing something else, whatever, her friend. And she was like, no, no, I have to write. I have to write. I have to sit here and write. Her friend was like, let's go do, let's go sunbathe on your roof. Let's go hang out. And she was like, I don't want to sunbathe, whatever. So they go see a movie. Um, I want to say it was like a the one about the whale watchers. Not Blackfish. I forget it. When she's at this movie, a plane from the Santa Monica airport crashes into the sunbathing area and through only her apartment. Nothing is saved except an, uh, some old journals and her Cheesecake Factory trainee pin. I mean, that's a, some real Final Destination yeah. type. It's pretty great, right? Wow. Right? Just just a little little story within a story here. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. very terrifying because that is something that is is really nothing to do with. I mean, it, I, in theory, is nothing to do with anything paranormal. Just mm-hmm. strange. It's her plane crash story, but she wasn't in the crash. You know. Wow. Anyway. No, that is. Uh, That's like, but when you said that about Michelle, I was like, oh, interesting, strange. Uh, you know experiences happening and it's not a thing where it's you know uh and you know anything can happen at any time like a mm-hmm. car accident i mean these are like specific circumstances yeah, yeah that are anomalies in a mm-hmm. sense yeah and it's not like there's a, a northridge earthquake or a, a plane crashing into a house you know every once a week uh-huh it's, and on the day you're supposed to be there and you leave yeah um now do you go and appreciate life after that or you just still complain about Well you love that movie you saw. It's your favorite movie yeah. for for all time. But yeah, I, I would say so, right? Yeah. Like you were kind of saved in the strange But I wonder how long way. it takes to be also come back to being like why did why I is my movie option? <laughs> I know. So he says he's like, Yeah, there's definitely a lot of Indian burial grounds, especially in the San Fernando area, mm-hmm. which was like you know, much later developed. And so they used a geomactectometer, probably saying sure. that wrong. Oh. And what they do is they test the ground to see if there are like certain levels that are off. Like mm-hmm. again, it's a lot of things where it's like it should be a five. Oh no, here in closer to the house, it's a seven. Yeah, those things really m- either mean more to people with well, the one they're doing the show, and to mm-hmm. people that are you like know, a geologist who studies yeah. plate tectonics, but, but with paranormal yeah. levels. Yeah, it's a paranormal like it's like astronomy and astrology, you know? All put together. So <laughs> it means it to me because you know the show is obviously it's it's edited. It's it's for you know the primary goal is to is to entertain and inform, but mm-hmm. I mean to, to you know so the way that it's edited is do a great job mm-hmm. uh, and they really ramp up things and you know i don't know if they are ramped up or it's just really good editing because mm-hmm. it's got to be pretty terrifying especially if you're somebody who when your job is to seek out you're seeking out these things not because you're like i don't think it's true i'm just going to disprove it when you're yeah. like i've been there and done that you have mm-hmm. to probably have a heightened sense of reacting to things yeah more than just being like me i just like i'm just scared to be in the dark with a bunch of infrared yeah, stuff yeah. going on and so this part's very strange. They go with a spirit box. Okay. And again, 
I'm not an expert in this. It's a lot to follow. And it's Uh a lot of technology and paranormal equipment that I have no knowledge of. It's interesting. I believe this little spirit box is something that captures audio that you can't hear, but it captures it. Uh, on this thing, the spirit box that has that's a, like, a boring, not a dip, like it's not a dipic box. It's, not a dip, yeah. it's like a dipic box is like a spirit is in the box. Yeah, this, this is, gets yeah. that audio, and I believe it's a, a spirit box. Unless I heard it wrong, mm-hmm. I apologize. It's a cool I name, though. Dip, yeah, mm-hmm. they have a a little gadget. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really re- reducing it to something. It's a little <laughs> doohickey. Yeah, it's thing a little thing. You know, you you get it. Ghost put, put a quarter in a machine, you yeah. get one. So they record it and then when they play it back, you hear these and you he- and it, you know, I don't know how this is where it comes from, but you hear things like you hear strange like things <laughs> like one was, I think it was going to suck it. Oh, hell yeah. That was, and it's a very, it. that's a horny ghost. Very strange things like, you know, like I'm in here or like go or, you know, and it's. Very strange when they play it back. Mm. I don't know what the deal with that is. I'm just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. Because I, I think there was a, a one of the original hosts, his name is Aaron, who's left the show in 2014. Mm-hmm. I just read some articles with him. I was like, oh, why'd you leave the show? I'm just trying to get, you know, and, you know, obviously he. He's like, I'm done. He, I guess, was at maybe at odds with the show or the producers. And he was like, you know. I, I was trying to get a little. He didn't just want his life back. I think what he said was when the show first started, like things were so authentic, and as uh-huh. time goes on, and his producers got their hands in it, and mm-hmm. the Travel Channel, and sure. listen, that happens with everything. Yeah, that's not news, and that does not surprise me. Also, the point of views of different people around a ghost hunting show are probably very at odds at different times. Yeah. Who's brought in your philosophy on this thing? Yeah, it's got to be more complicated. And you know, he said that things are amped up and faked and they would mm-hmm. go back and have to redo things if it mm-hmm. wasn't enough. I believe that could be an yeah. issue, not to take away from the things that may or may not be happening, but sure. it doesn't surprise me that a suit is like, hey, give us, I don't care how many gadgets you use, Isaac, I, we need this to be entertaining from mm-hmm. minute one to minute 39, yeah, or wh- it's whatever it is. Primarily entertainment. But we'll he mentioned that. that they would have crew members record Little voice, not their like little voice oh. things, and of course the producers say that he's just bitter about yeah. what's going on. Sure. Either way, whatever is happening, whatever is done, it is very cool, and Ooh. it's just hearing those little. Things. That sounds because so it doesn't sound like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" It, it mm. kind of it's like a very like, kind of like fast, and I don't know if is it's it augmented like, or. Is it like this? No, it's not even like that. Is it it'd like, like this? No, it'd be like a second. Like that. Oh, that's even scarier than right? anything I could imagine. It, uh, that's like the John Bonnet Ramsey. You know that CBS special where they like parsed some audio oh, uh, from yeah. the 911 call and it was like this thing and you're like, what is this? But it feels like that, like as quick and you're like, I didn't, I play it back, play it again. It's very interesting. And obviously everything's getting amped up towards the end because they're sure. in there in the dark and there's cold, you know, they find like these cold spots and uh, the host and crew, and they're having their own internal things. They're having trouble concentrating. Yeah. They're having difficulty setting up equipment. They've been working on something for a short time. And 
that resonated with me because when we did the Janis Joplin episode, mm-hmm. that really described, like when I was watching it, that re- I had Ooh. really, you know how I got in there. Yeah, yeah, you were freaked. I had very, a, a lot of trouble concentrating. I had a lot of trouble like being in my own skin. Remember, I, I just, I mean, in, in behind closed doors, ripped off all my clothing, took a shower. Yeah. I wasn't planning on doing it. Was was like, like, it yeah. was like 2 p.m. It was like 2 p.m. And I was honestly like affected and, and whatever yeah. that was. And that part of this episode really resonated with me because mm-hmm. I had like a lot of different – because, you know, you're dealing with equipment and maybe you plug something in a million times. Yeah. We've run, you know, this recorder or recorded this thing or whether it's putting down things or picking things up, it was just really hard for me to concentrate. And they had a lot of that mm-hmm. kind of – was kind of maddening to them. Yeah. And I don't know – again, I haven't seen any other episode. So somebody might tell me that rarely happens. Somebody might tell me – that always happens. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know. I'm. I think I think it was good that it, I came from a very unique perspective. I mean, mm-hmm. never even watching the show and consuming this episode. Yeah. Uh, so some of the spirit box voices are, I'm human. Mm, no. I hope that's a crew guy. Want a second? Oh, what a second. I hope that's a human too. Oh. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. You don't know what they're thanking them for. It's like, Uh-oh. thank you for giving us your soul. Oh, no. God, My meager. Uh, this one. Be careful. Oh, warning. He's here. <gasps> That's the worst one. He's here. Who's he? It is him. <laughs> also, more info, please. Wait a second. <laughs> Come in here. <gasps> for money? For cash money prizes? <laughs> for lottery tickets. <laughs> Or scratches. Scratch-offs! Yes. That goes got me. Yeah. Uh, then they use light uh, anomalies. And again, these are a lot of things you're looking at. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know what this means to whatever. Yeah. Now, to cap this off, mm-hmm. there is a photo from one of the kind of infrared night vision. Yeah, whatever. like a still from the show. They do not mention it on the show. Mm-mm. But people who watch the show saw it. I don't know how, or again, I'm really trying to come to terms with this. You see the uh, host, Zach, he's in a room and you see clearly a scary face behind him. I i don't know if when the editors, they saw this, they were just like, whoa, we didn't see that. We'll just uh-huh. put it out there without like any kind of preface. Mm-hmm. Because in editing, you can literally have a voiceover and like, yeah, we saw this you know, scary yeah, thing. Exactly. And I think, you know, viewers found it. And I don't. I don't know if that was, you know, intentional. I can't, I can only speculate, but it is very, very, very scary. Yeah, it looks like. It's like an I Easter egg, but like not really. Again. It's like a, a, there's a shelf and yeah. they're there, but and it looks like a jar, like a bucket on the shelf, but like half of the jar is a head, a human yes. head. And I, that's really genius if it's, if they knew about it or a doctor or whatever and just didn't mention it because having those Easter eggs for fans is Probably the best thing ever, but it is truly terrifying. Yeah, you. I mean, they could have sitting there watching, this, but like, you know, I, I don't know, you know, their everyday mm-hmm. lives. They see strange stuff. They're like, whoa. It's like, should we go in and do a voice? Which, mm-hmm. You know, during editing, it's like, no, let's just leave it. Yeah, and let people discover it for themselves, mm-hmm. which is a lot more interesting than us always kind of hand, spoon feeding the information. Like they're doing yeah. something, they're spoon feeding me totally. the information. Oof, it's it's very scary. So the head, which they don't mention. Turns to Zach and goes, want to suck it? No!
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Did you guys know there are butterflies that drink blood? Or that there's a species of beetle that can shoot boiling liquid out of its butt? Or that blue whales are so big you can swim through their arteries? But there's a species of bat that's so small that it weighs less than a penny. My name's Maya. And my name's Connor. And we are the co-hosts of World's Wildest Podcast. If you guys love nature and you love learning about how crazy it is, Connor and I have over 30 years of experience in wildlife conservation, and we're here to tell you all about them. World's Wildest will take you on a journey to meet Earth's most extreme creatures from the world's strongest to our world's smelliest. Make sure to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts.